1: Chat. The hideaway is open tonight. I'd licked at it or whatever. You know you've got quicksand. Is that the equivalent? It's made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's fantastic. What do you think about Brexit? What, what's phantom? Does that mean we won't have any cheese? Are you joking? You are a liar, 100%. My type on paper.
0: Hello, and welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Mara. And I am
1: Ari. This was such a great week of episodes, and we're excited to
0: get stuck into it with you all. Yes, these episodes were pretty exciting and fun, drama-filled. It always gets better
1: as time goes on, because like I said last week... Um, you have to have some sort of investment in these islanders to really get into the good stuff so that just increases with time so this is i'm excited to to get into these episodes yeah
0: i think these storylines that they're that are starting to pan out are genuinely interesting which is awesome to see yeah well let's get into it okay let's let's chat, chat. <laughs> So we start off with Episode 7. It's at nighttime, and it's just post the recoupling. We see Tanyelle pull Lana, and uh, they talk about how they're best friends. Um, And Lana says that now that Tanyelle is coupled up with Ron, they need to be really open and honest with each other.
1: I have to say, I did appreciate how Lana played this whole situation and, you know, more... More to come in terms of that conversation, Mm -hmm. definitely, as this episode progresses and kind of how she handles other people having interest in Ron, but I think that she plays the whole thing really, really flawlessly. Yeah, she's very
0: mature about it and understanding of Tanya like wanting to get to know Ron, but I think she really shows her own self-assuredness here because she's like, it's probably going to be okay.
1: She's like, it's going to be okay, but also like, you need to be straight up with me. I'm not going to handle disrespect. Mm -hmm. And I just... Specifically in contrast with the Tom-Zara-Olivia love triangle, I think that this is handled pretty well amongst the two girls. Yeah. Um, So Lana right away is telling Will that this is a friendship couple. Um, Obviously, he's been expressing some interest in her, and so she's being just very, very clear um, that that is not her intention in coupling up with him, and she does still want to be with Ron. Um, And then we see Tom and Zara share a kiss. How are you feeling at this point about Tom and Zara?
0: Ooh, I feel like I actually really like them together. They feel pretty well-suited. Like, she seems like a mature match for him, and it doesn't feel too childish. Like, whenever they speak with each other, I feel like they are having, like, really straightforward... Or, for the most part, fairly straightforward conversations.
1: Yeah. I also think that their chemistry is unmatched Mm -hmm. so far from, from anything that I've seen from other Islanders. Yeah. Um, like in this kiss, I think it was this kiss where they are just like the eyes they are giving each other. Mm -hmm. It is just, it is sexy.
0: I think if they get solidified, they could go all the way. I completely agree. Yeah. So then we see Ron and Lana talk about Tanyelle and Ron basically reiterates to Lana that he's, um, still mostly interested in her and, um, is just his his usual line, just giving her a chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, just pie her off and tell her I'm not <laughs> gonna talk to her.
0: Okay, Ron. <laughs>
1: We got some Rod and Bada to get to this, this
0: this week. Oh, I can't wait. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Olivia is talking to Zara and telling her that she feels like she's coming for her. So obviously the conversation that they had last week putting an end to this beef, we knew immediately that it wasn't over because Olivia was ITMing about it. But we now see the official continuation of that drama. Um Zara is saying, I get how you feel that way, but that's, you know, not my reality. Olivia is saying she seems fake. Zara says that Olivia has been reserved and that Tom has shared that with her, you know? He, he might not think that you're that into him because you aren't moving super quickly. Um, I will say I understand how that feels like a dig at Olivia, and this is kind of a... A recurring theme of Olivia feeling like Tom is sharing really personal personal, intimate details about their relationship with Zara. But what bothers me about it is that Olivia is then blaming that on Zara, not blaming that on Tom.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I feel like Tom is getting away scot-free when he was not being nearly as clear with Olivia as he should have been. Um, but it's just girl fights at this point. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So
0: Tom then pulls Olivia.
1: Um, he says that he had a strong initial connection with Zara. Olivia says that she feels mugged off and gets up and walk away. Uh, walks away in the middle of this conversation. Tom is like, "Really? You're just you're leaving? Okay, bye." Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: some definite definite immaturity from Olivia here. I didn't really understand why she. I mean, obviously she was angry. That's why she got up and walked away. But that's just not a good move. Make it, it felt like
1: she was trying to have a moment, like a dramatic moment. And it, mm, it, I didn't feel yes. like their conversation justified that intense of a reaction. And I really could have been saved for something else.
0: I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to Kai, who is switching up yet again and saying now he's more interested in Tanyel than he is with anime, just because he's now coupled with anime. It was very much, I want what I can't have for a bit there. Um, yeah. Ron tells Kai that he doesn't want to put um, so much into Lana and his relationship with Lana right away. He doesn't want to go on eggs <sighs> just yet.
1: Yeah. This is kind of the beginning of the Ron breakdown for me of him. He has this kind of continuing theme of saying like, I'm gonna be super straight up. You know, I, I I have to just be honest about what's going on and, and tell everyone the same thing. But then does the exact opposite, and this is the beginning of that for me. So, yes. in the day, uh, Aaron and Jesse enter the villa. The, they are the Australian all-star bombshells that we discussed briefly at the end of last episode. Um, Aaron says his type is blonde. Wow, good job, Aaron. So exciting for you, <laughs> but his last serious relationship was with a brunette. Oh my gosh, willing to step outside of his boxes. He says right. he's looking for something serious. Jesse is pretty um, quiet in terms of what she's looking for and what boys she might be interested in. They ask her who she's interested in, and she refuses to give an answer to that.
0: Yeah, right away, I didn't really get a sense that any of either of them were hitting off with anyone in particular during those group chats yeah but i do think that the boys all find
1: jesse really hot
0: definitely definitely she is really pretty she's very cute she is yeah yeah so then we see will immediately try to start grafting jesse but he does a good job at trying to play it cool i feel like all the other boys in the villa have like been coaching him like okay man next time a bomb comes in here's how you gotta play it I don't think just the boys, I think everyone's been
1: coaching him. Yeah, that's we'll true. see a conversation <laughs> with him and Lil's right, right. This is what I mean. This is what I was talking about with like this feeling of the <laughs> I don't know why I want to keep calling them the incels, uh, incel islanders. But like there <laughs> is this trope of the dude who is really good friends with all of the existing girls in the villa. Yeah. And then every time a girl comes in, they're like, We have to get this girl to be romantically interested in the Anton hugo dr alex will um because you know we want him to stick around but none of us want to be coupled with him romantically
0: yeah they're fan favorites but no one really seems to actually be interested in them yeah yeah um then uh we have ron say that if lana wasn't here he would try to stick it on tanyelle um but he's also interested in jesse again shiny new toy for ron
1: Yep, and keeping his options open in his ITMs and with the other boys and with any of the girls he's interested in, but not really making
0: that clear to Lana. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So in the nighttime, Will pulls Jesse, and they do have a pretty cute conversation on the terrace. This is after that moment that I was talking about where Lana is kind of coaching him about – pretend I'm Jesse. Okay, what are you going to say to her? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, yeah, very, very obviously trying to friend zone him, but also, um, you know, likes him as a friend and wants to, wants him to stay around. So I was yeah. hoping that things work out with Jesse and wanting to wingwoman uh, wing him with that. They do seem to be vibing, and they relate on both being kind of country girls, country boys, growing mm-hmm. up in more rural, smaller places. And
0: um, Jesse ITMs that he's funny and sweet. Yeah, initially at this point I was like oh this is cute she's like gonna give him a chance um Mm -hmm. yeah and then much more happens (laughs) much more happens yeah so moving into episode eight we see Kai and Tanyelle chat and he's flirting and they seem to be getting along much better
1: the Islanders play a game around the fire pit. They play Never Have I Ever. And the rules seem to be that they have to take a sip of their drink if they have done the thing and then also explain exactly the circumstances to the rest of the Islanders.
0: <laughs> a little bit of a hot um, seat.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So Anna Mae and uh, Tanya drink that they both cheated. And then they both say basically in their stories, well, yeah, you know, he cheated on me first and so that I cheated on him to get back at him. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a common experience for a lot of people who have cheated.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't think cheating is the end of the world. I just thought it was funny that that was both of their stories. I agree. Um, (laughs) I agree. Everyone except for Olivia drinks for having had sex in a public place, and Jessie shares some really wild stories about having sex on a surfboard mm. and the course strength that, that that requires, and <laughs> yeah. having sex on the edge of a cliff and kayakers catching her. Like, right. is, she's making Australia sound pretty fun, I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: Absolutely,
1: yes. <laughs> I assumed yeah.
0: everyone mostly meant, like, a car.
1: Right, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah hers were definitely the most wild of the stories that were shared.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: They then talk about how old they would go. This part crushed my soul a little bit. Would you would you date someone over 30? <laughs> Shaq
0: apparently slept with a 50-year-old. Yes. Yes. That was um I, there's always at least one guy every season who has had sex with some much someone much older than them. Yeah. But Shaq is like in his early 20s. So I am surprised he slept with a 50-year-old. That's quite a big. I could uh, totally age see difference.
1: it being like a 41-year-old or something and he's like exaggerating it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know. I mean maybe he did. Good maybe for him. No no shame, no judgment here, but um, in general, yeah, this conversation is hard to listen to <laughs> as someone in their late twenties and early thirties.
0: <sighs> yes, as someone over the age of thirty, kill me now. No,
1: <laughs> so then I we... guess it's not gonna it's not gonna be our, our path to go on the show anymore. I'm sorry to break oh definitely. It to you. We're have... just gonna have to stick with the pod. I have fully
0: aged out of the show. <laughs> You're also married. I'm also married. <laughs> um. So then we have Olivia Lana. Zara and Tanya they all drink for having hooked up with or dated celebrities and um, later we actually have Lana she tells Ron that she dated Owen Warner Um, I had to look him up he's a UK actor I have never seen anything he's been in have you
1: me neither but I also looked him up and he is
0: gorgeous yes he's very attractive I loved how Ron reacted to this he said oh Warner he's pretty good looking. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, you kidding me? So I
1: have to now be in competition with him. Ron really does. Like, this is yeah. why I want better for him yeah. than, or, you know, I want him to be better maybe than he is showing himself to be this week. Yeah. He has so much potential to be such a good Islander. He handles this really well. I think he yeah. um, is kind of jokey about it, but you know, honest about the fact that. it makes him feel a little bit insecure.
0: Yeah. Ron is extremely charming. He knows how to talk to everybody.
1: Yes, yes, he is very charming. Lot of them drink to thinking that somebody is there uh, playing a game. Shaq says someone is forcing it with everyone just to stay in the
0: villa. Who do you think he was talking about? I, I was really torn about this. I was thinking maybe mm-hmm. Olivia hmm. because I was trying to think. So he thinks that someone's forcing it. With everyone. And I was like, well, who has attempted to be with everyone?
1: Yeah, and who doesn't maybe have a real strong connection? Maybe Olivia.
0: Right. What did you think? I
1: don't know. I don't know. Olivia was my only thought as well, but I honestly was not totally sure.
0: Yeah. Kai, to the same question, says that he thinks that someone's here for clout and attempting just to stay relevant, which was spicy. Yeah. I also think so my first thought about, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think maybe also Olivia, but what did you think?
1: Well, my first thought was maybe he's talking about will because who, who came in with clout already, I guess it also, you know, with that same, that same perspective could be Jesse or Aaron that's um, just I mean, who has a vested interest in being relevant and is already kind of relevant and, and maybe being in the villa could continue. their that's relevance. a I don't think he was talking about Will, but that's sort of where my that's mind went. That's a
0: really good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually. But I could see that. Yeah.
1: Who did you think? Uh,
0: I think if not, Olivia, maybe it's also Zara just because of this fight that's keeps that's happening between them. Um, yeah. But yeah. I-, I wish that they had, like, made them say it, but obviously I know. that would have caused way too much drama.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So we then kind of see this put-together conversation between a bunch of different people. So Olivia pulls Tom. Um, meanwhile, Zara is telling Shaq that there is still a weird energy with her and Olivia, it cuts back to olivia and she mentions that she knows that tom kissed zara and says that she feels disrespected Unreal. tom is surprised by this and says that
0: he still wants to get to know her yeah i f- how do you feel i thought that olivia was yeah. coming across as like desperate in this i didn't yeah. really understand why she felt disrespected i guess just because like they we're in a couple. It, it, Tom isn't supposed to be affectionate with anybody else until he makes a decision, I guess, in Olivia's mind. But to I me, mean, this is very like a mind reading kind of situation where she expected Tom to understand how she was felt. And like, how is he supposed to know that unless you share how you feel? Right. I also think it's strange
1: because it's already been a conversation that Olivia is kind of holding back because she doesn't like to move super Mm -hmm. quickly. And so it's this thing of like, well, you should now be that way with everyone. But that's only happening because of you holding back with him, Olivia. And like, I think she's kind of maybe regretting that now that she's seeing his relationship progress with Zara and feeling like she can't progress her relationship with him anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we see Zara. She's pissed. (laughs) She doesn't want (laughs) Olivia and Tom talking. Zara is saying that she didn't like that Olivia pulled him. She was under the impression that they were done. Lana tells Zara that technically, because Olivia was in the villa first, Zara is stepping on Olivia's toes, not the other way around. And Zara just kind of gives her a blank stare in response to that.
0: Yeah, she didn't really, like, process what Lana was saying. Yeah,
1: but I also... This, like, to me, is kind of a continuation of, and, and we'll definitely talk more about it as the episode progresses, this really weird, like, isolating Zara from the rest of the group of girls yeah. tactic that starts to take place.
0: I totally agree, yeah. So, because then we see Olivia and Tom wrap up their conversation, and Olivia walks over to where Lana, Zara, and Shaq, and everybody else are sitting and talking. And immediately, Zara asks Olivia what her and Tom were talking about, and Olivia's like, cutesy. She's like, it's private. And Zara's like, well, I like to be open in here. And Olivia's like, I like to be private in here. And then, which was like immediately, I mean, immediately Zara was very hostile. And she probably could have, yes. she probably could have reeled it in. But then Olivia was being very um, like, what's the word? Aloof. Or like, Kate. she was being cagey for sure. And like te- teasing mm-hmm. a little bit about it, I felt.
1: Yeah. I also just don't like that, I mean, all of the anger from both of these girls is going on to each other, and none of it is directed at Tom. None of it is you're being unclear about where we stand in our relationship. It's all like, well, how could you talk to him? It's like, this is the game. This is the game.
0: Like, we don't see this between any other trio of couples. Yeah.
1: Again, comparing them to Ron, Lana, Toniel at this point, like, none of that happening between Lana and Absolutely.
0: We also didn't see it between Kai anime and Tanya.
1: Yeah, we also didn't well we kind of saw a little bit, but not really with David Chak and Tanya. Right.
0: A little bit for sure, but yeah. not as much. I agree. Not as much. So then Zara tells Olivia that things come out no matter what. And Olivia just reiterates that the conversation was between her and Tom. Um she then ITMs, or actually she doesn't ITM it, she says it straight to Zara's face that she thinks Zara is still playing a game. And then Zara goes off and just tells her to get over herself. She says, "Do you think I flew eleven hours just to piss you off?" Which I loved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Zara asks Olivia, like, if she still likes Tom. And Olivia says that she's not avoids it. Says she's not here for the drama and walks off. And it's interesting that Olivia wasn't just like straight up with her. I mean, obviously she just doesn't. She likes to avoid confrontation.
1: Yeah, and I also think, I mean, this is following up conversations that they've had where Olivia has felt like Zara knows so much about her relationship with Tom. Mm -hmm. And again, like I said last week, that's being, you know, put onto Zara as a negative thing instead of put onto Tom as a negative thing of like, why are you sharing these intimate personal details about our relationship with another girl? But I think that Olivia is kind of trying to hold her cards close to her chest to counteract that she already feels like their relationship has been kind of invaded by Zara. Um, I also just think it's like a weird power play that is honestly, I don't find any of this super effective on either of their parts. I, I, I think that if anything, it's going to destroy both of their relationships with Tom. Totally, yes, I agree. So Zara asks Tom about the conversation that he had with Olivia. Like again, n- not needed, not needed. You can let them have their conversations and and not be so um, forceful about knowing everything. Mm-hmm. She shares that she's confused why Olivia is even involved still, and Tom doesn't really tell her anything or give her much about what his conversation with Olivia looked like. Um, Zara says, I thought this was done. I don't want to be in a triangle. And Tom then does say that he doesn't want to shut the door on Olivia. I mean, this is, what, episode seven? Like, it's totally normal to not be all eggs um, this early on. That's why I think it's kind of strange how both of these girls are handling the situation. Yeah. I
0: think that Zara is pushing it a little bit um, with Tom, but I understand, I understand why. And that's only because Tom has given her the impression that he was already done with Olivia. And clearly that's not the case. Yeah.
1: So this storyline is really like the major plot point of this episode and moving forward continues to be a plot point. We do see them kind of continue to argue in the dressing room before bed, Um, and then Zara and Jesse are in there alone, and Jesse says, no one's asked for you're okay, are you okay? And Zara starts crying. Mm. I thought that was a really sweet moment with Jesse kind of acknowledging that Zara has been isolated from the rest of the girls and kind of villainized for showing interest in someone, which is what she's there to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really felt like this, all this like animosity between them, like Olivia, I really just think that she thinks she's better than Zara and doesn't really understand why or how things with Tom like got to be the way that they are. And I think that she's just has a bruised ego.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So moving on in the daytime, the next day, um, we have our classic girls chat, guys chat in the morning. Zara kind of rubs in how comforting Tom was to her. She says something like, Yeah, he knows how to make me feel good about them being in bed, (laughs) which honestly, like, this is where I am here for this drama because these moments are just like what makes love island so delicious these moments where like they're being forced to all talk about their relationships like as a group of girls and olivia has to sit there and listen to zara say that like it is it's
0: happening more this season immediately than i have seen in previous seasons i love it i love this awkward tension yeah
1: (laughs) yeah um, we then see Kai and he's talking to Ron. He says that there is no spark there with anime. So yeah. again, this continuation of Kai just honestly being kind of a wallflower, but also only wanting what he can. 100%,
0: have. Yes. Um, so then we see an Olivia and Zara chat. So Al- again. again, I know this is never ending. So Olivia says, uh, she's not here for the drama. She wants to sweep it under the rug. Zara says like I am not playing a game and I want to know why you think I am and Olivia again deflects she says let's just try to be civil and they agree to disagree um Olivia tells Zara that she's just going to focus on Harris and they hug it out yep
1: alright someone gets a text Erin gets a text marking this clip <laughs> editing this <laughs> So Aaron then gets a date, and he picks Olivia and Lana. Jesse gets a date, and she picks Will and Tom. And I have to say, another moment of pure love island deliciousness is them forcing the ones who are not on the date to watch the dates yes. in progress. It's like a
0: bachelor peeping Tom, but peeping even Tom. more blatant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I enjoyed their commentary between Olivia and Will, when they had to watch the other dates too. Um, same, same. But first, we see the date with Jesse and Will. Um, it seems to like it seemed like it was going really well. They giggled a lot. Um, she tells him that he's her type, which shocked me. And it seemed like she mm-hmm. was. Seems like she's genuinely into him, which is the first time I think a guy like. Like Will, your incel islander, if you will, has had any kind of minor <laughs> success. <laughs> Which is wild. Yeah. It's always wild. I mean, I at this point
1: I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. Same. Um, I like genuinely believe their connection, but I also could see, and I know that there's been a lot of chatter about like Jesse's you know, kind of just holding on to him until something better walks into the villa. I hope that's not the case. And if she's smart, I I mean, they can play this kind of back and forth game to just keep themselves relevant and interesting. Uh, Yeah. But he has a following and I'm sure she knows that. So I would, if I were, you know, giving her advice, I would tell her to stick with Will. I agree.
0: I think if she stuck with Will, I think that they could potentially win because everyone loves an underdog. And Will is one hundred percent the underdog of, the story of this season,
1: and and people would love to see a different outcome for this type of Islander. Um, Than we have seen in the past, you know, kind of what we're expecting is maybe for something like that to happen with Jesse and then somebody else walks in and kind of, you know, couples up with him until they determine that there's not a spark there anymore. And then he, you know, maybe makes it to the end in a friendship couple and gets voted Mm -hmm. off. That would be the classic trajectory for an Islander like Will. And I think that shaking that up could be really, really good. Olivia and Aaron have a date. I don't even really remember it. It was... Like nothing, nothing super interesting. Yeah, they did not seem yeah. to
0: vibe whatsoever. I was sort yeah. of surprised by this. I did kind of think that Olivia might like stick it on him a little bit, just to like keep her options open. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe all the Islanders know about Aaron's shady behavior.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't
0: get that. I don't vibe. either. But he does not seem to be doing well.
1: No, and I also I I do think that potentially once courtney's tiktok came out that again we discussed at the end of last week um there may have been an effort by the producers to limit his screen Mm -hmm. time because he becomes much less of a player throughout the course of this i
0: think that's probably
1: accurate
0: yeah so then we see the date between jesse and tom i felt like they had a chilled vibe they flirted a little bit but um it definitely wasn't as like light and fun as her date with will Um, but then all the Islanders get back from their dates. We see anime talking to Tanya uh, saying that, or it might've been Tanyelle, um, that she's getting the ick from Kai. (laughs) Um, and we have Lana. Yeah. She says that he is immature. Right. I know. (laughs) I felt bad for, I feel bad for Kai. Kai seems kind of like a sweetheart to me.
1: I, I don't understand Kai. Yeah, that's fair.
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but then we hear Lana tell the girls that she was just thinking the whole time about Ron and does not seem interested in Aaron so then we also see the date between Aaron and Lana and I felt like Aaron was definitely more interested in Lana than he was with Olivia Um, but Lana I feel like she said that she was open but I still got the impression or I think she gave Aaron the impression that she probably wasn't that wasn't really going anywhere and she was mostly just interested in Ron. What did you think?
1: Yeah. Um it seemed a little bit open to me. I also think that there was potential for maybe more of an interesting moment here given that when Aaron came into the villa, Ron said that he was a knockoff oh, yeah, him. Um I'm just like white dude mm-hmm. with buzz cuts. I don't I don't know exactly what he was going yeah. for there, but yeah, this kind of turned into nothing, which is okay. Some storylines have to do that.
0: Um and in the middle of this, we see uh, anime sharing that she's getting the ick from Kai. Um, <laughs> and when the Islanders return from the dates, they break off to discuss uh, boys and girls. So Lana tells the girls that she was just thinking of Ron the whole time on the date. And Olivia agrees and says she was only thinking of Harris. This Harris-Olivia storyline felt really forced um, to be.
1: Yeah, I also think this is just, like, an early sign that these Australian bombshells are not causing the ripples that maybe they were intended to. Yeah, I was thinking
0: about this, and I feel like it might be because they're from Australia, and the Islanders might be like, there's no real potential here unless you're moving to a different country.
1: Yes, there's definitely some conversation about Mm -hmm. that. It might be the next episode, but when they get back from the dates, there's definitely some conversation about, like, any guy that Jesse likes – She's going to have to like enough to move, you know, to the UK, which I don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems like there are multiple solutions in that situation is all I'm going to say. Yeah. But yeah, it does It does make it a little bit less convenient. But to be honest, like that's always a conversation on these shows because even the people who are all from the UK or are all from Australia or the yeah. US or whatever um, often live in different places. Exactly. So it's, it's a conversation yeah. no matter what.
0: So then Jessie's telling the girls that she felt like the date with Will went really well. And then we are left knowing that the public will be choosing for their favorite boy and favorite girl. They'll be voting on that. Yeah. So I always love when the public votes. It's
1: I do too. Sometimes do my too. favorites
0: do not line up with the public favorites. Which is always shocking to me when I find yeah. out who's in the bottom.
1: Normally I feel that way, but honestly, we'll talk about it, but I do think that this time um it was a little bit aligned with my own thoughts um all right so we move into episode nine kai and tanyelle chat and she tells him that she sees ron as more of a friend at this point um and kai says that he is interested in her and then kai and anime and their relationship they agree that it's just more friend vibes anime then is talking to will about this and she tears up out of frustration for this experience in general this is something that we see with islanders who are just struggling to form connections and not necessarily she's like devastated to lose kai but it's just hard to watch people forming connections around you when you don't feel like somebody's walked in that you have a connection with this is where I really, really start to warm up, even though I already have been warm. I warm him up on a whole other level to sweet Farmer I know. Will. He is so I sweet. Know. He he cuddles her. He says, have a cry. Mm-hmm. Um, just very, very validating and sweet and comforting in this moment. Yeah, it anime. was
0: really cute. Later in, when they're all in bed at night, um, Jesse comes in to say goodnight to Will. um, And he says to Lana, I think I love her my heart breaks it's so cute I know. I know i know
1: oh i'm also like i hope that this this jesse thing is going to firmly push will and lana into the friend zone because i really enjoy their friendship and i want will to stop
0: oh her. yeah i think i think will totally understands that lana is not interested and that door is shut
1: yeah i, I think that she's been trying to make it clear for a few episodes and this might be what finally yeah. does it but um i i do enjoy me their too. friendship me too In the morning, there is a song. Tell me if you noticed this. The lyrics of the song are just repeatedly, when I was a child, I was so naked. (laughs) When I was a child, I was so naked. I did not
0: notice. Did you hear that? I didn't notice it, though. That's really fucking weird. You guys,
1: what is happening? I was like, am I having a stroke? Somebody please confirm that I didn't make this up because I was so confused.
0: I mean, that like, the music is always mm-hmm. weird, but this felt like a new level. The music I've noticed this season is, like, it's often, like, a, I guess it always has been, but it's always, like, reflective of the scene we just watched.
1: Right. I wonder if this is a little bit taking from the Love is Blind playbook. Mm. Um, For those who haven't watched Love is Blind, I mean, in general, shows like this, we know, are going to use covers or non-copywritten songs because it's expensive to use original popular songs. So that is across the board um, going on in all of these sorts of reality shows. But the Love is Blind um, playbook has been kind of like in this scene where, you know, they're having a fight and the lyrics of the song will be like, it's so hard to have a fight <laughs> with your lover. It's just like very yeah. on the nose.
0: <laughs> I guess... <laughs> this when i was a child i was so naked thing is not, very not, not i mean <laughs> when i was a child i was so naked i mean weren't we all i don't know
1: what they're trying
0: to tell us here weren't we all we all came into this that world is a naked strange fucking lyric i gotta say So strange. I I do encourage you to go
1: back and listen because I do need some validation (laughs) that I didn't make this up. All right, moving on. Um, (laughs) We see the girls chat and Jessie is telling everyone that she really likes Will. All the girls are super happy about this and they have created a football code to discuss sex. So let's talk just briefly about the Islanders every year kind of coming up with some sort of code. So we have heard that the producers and the Islanders have some sort of a, a deal with each other. That if the Islanders don't talk explicitly about sex, that the producers will not show them having
0: sex. I feel like they do show them I know. having sex. I, I feel like it's there's always, like, implications that they show.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, this to me maybe just shows that they have a lot more explicit footage right. um the most that we are gonna see is kind of like movement beneath the covers right. and good some, god the amount of sex you know no- noises maybe tape. yeah the
0: sex tape footage that is sitting in some fucking studio somewhere it must be wild
1: yeah on the cutting yes. room floor yeah absolutely <laughs> i have to say i hate the code yeah. this year. <laughs> Last year we had beauty salon and they were like, Oh, did you get a manicure or whatever? and that would be like a hand mm-hmm. job. I don't know. I, I wasn't that into it. My favorite in the past have been Do, DBS. Do- society. That was top tier. Wes Wes was such a good so islander and that was it was
0: barely even a code. Yeah, it was obvious mostly.
1: It was yeah. so obvious. Um
0: what were what are the other ones that we've seen? Um, there have been some, I think, that are related to food. Mm. I feel like, right? Oh. Like a breakfast, yeah, 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 lunch, yeah. dinner, snack. Like the whole yes. buffet
1: or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, that's Oh, right. that may have been Australia this season.
0: Oh, you might be right. Yeah.
1: Because that feels, like, very prevalent in both recent, of our minds. Yeah. Um. So this this year we have this, like, football one, but then we also have, and we'll talk about it as we progress – um like a military-esque yes. one that mainly Shaq is doing so anyway just as an anti-military anti-football girlie this is <laughs> not hitting home for me
0: <laughs> well it's not American football it's soccer <laughs>
1: oh yeah it makes yeah. it
0: a little bit better but you um, know fuck FIFA
1: yeah also right yeah I guess doesn't make yeah. it better um Anyway, so moving on. Will is really happy, and he is telling the boys that he's going to play it cool with (laughs) Jesse. I I love it. I love it. So cute. He's cute. (laughs) I I can't help myself. He's a cutie for sure.
0: Um, I just always feel bad because his face is always so red.
1: I know that is the
0: Dr. Alex vibe to me. I agree. It's because of his features. They're so. They're all just so blonde. So white. So white. So then we see Zara and Shaq chat. Um, Zara says that Tom is taken boxes for her. Um, but she then hints to Shaq that she would like to get to know him as well. And he says that she's his type and he's open to getting to know her too. Technically, he does say you should go for it. You got to do what you want, which to me was like a very like sly way of saying I'm interested in getting to know you, but I'm not going to outwardly say it. Especially because mm-hmm. Tanya actually walks over halfway through this conversation. <laughs> but he definitely is leaving the door open. Um and Shaq does eventually tell Tanya that he feels like he has a little bit of a vibe with Zara, but it would still take a lot for him to turn his head.
1: Yeah. Um, a very Ron-esque combo, in my yes. opinion. Now we have a challenge called Space so Ron. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: These obstacle course <laughs> challenges are, like, insane. They're just, do a dirty uh, no, dance but and we kiss can,
1: We can all say a prayer that we are not dealing with the food challenges anymore. <laughs> the transport this entire drink or entire, you know,
0: meal from one side of the other from mouth to I, mouth that I, I gotta be handle. honest with you I fucking love those dates and I'm so sad they're gone oh my they god they are disgusting but they are would you do it? fuck no I would never do it they, watching them make me want to vomit but I think it's so <laughs> funny to watch these people do it especially the ones that get really into it I think it's it, so oh, it's cruel. disgusting. <laughs> it is quite literally <gasps> Oh my like god, baby birding. It's so gross. What
1: about the one? I think that this may have been last year in Casa More. Oh um there was one where it, it was like went down the line and it was a drink and it was like yes. this whole line of people the and then like whoever was at the end just got like a mouthful <laughs> of like everyone else's spit. Like I just can't I think they're like fine to they're interesting to watch, but I, I truly
0: it's that like was on torture. Love Island US. They had to do the cocktails, and it was oh, it was during okay. Casa More. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it was fucking foul though. But I think it's just so yeah. funny the suffer. I- it's suffering <laughs> that I truly savor.
1: <laughs> yes. Is this a COVID change that they've stopped doing? No. These? I think it's
0: just so many people complain that it's so gross. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although it is better for COVID. We at. Yeah, we at She's Got the Chat say, bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I don't. But I'll, I do. I'll sign on to that with you, Why not? Thank you. Okay. So in a Space ranch, the girls have to go around a pole. They walk through a week. Uh, week. This is this yeah. is your note, a week <laughs> obstacle course. Yeah, a few of them, it's kind of like swinging planets. And a few of them do like some sexy, like yeah. pushing the planets out of their way. And then others, like I remember Lana specifically, just kind of let the planets hit them. It's awkward. They have to kiss someone at the end. I always think when I'm watching stuff like this about how much less sexy it would be not in slow motion and with the music that they put over it and editing.
0: I'm sure everyone's laughing. The only
1: shocking kisses that we get, yeah, absolutely, are Anna Kisses Mm -hmm. Tom. Interesting because we obviously don't know um, who she has a connection with at this point in the villa. Olivia kind of walks around, says to Tom, You had right. your chance, and then kisses right. Harris. And at the end, the boys vote on who was the sexiest girl, and Zara wins. She shook her
0: booty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she did do a good job. It's a good
1: booty, and it was yes, a good shake. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so then that night, we see a chat between Zara and Olivia. Olivia tells Zara that she feels like there was still unfinished business between her and Tom. Oh my god, when will it end? I, I can't. Know.
1: Like, then freaking don't tell her earlier in the day that you're going to focus exactly. on Harris. And then
0: also like during the challenge, she tells Tom, "You had your chance." It's like clearly he still has a chance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know she's what she's not, doing. She's f- like flailing a little here. That's exactly what I was going to say. She's flailing.
0: But anyway, so she says that the things with Tom ended abruptly and that she would really like to keep getting to know him more. And Zara says, "Okay, you can go for it. But he still likes me the most. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Zara does this kind of repeated messaging to Olivia of like, "Okay, but I mean, he does say that he has the best connection. Right. She
0: really drove that (laughs) home.
1: Yeah, she does. She does. I just... I mean, whatever. We're talking about it a lot. It's obviously entertaining, but I'm curious to see what the conclusion of this whole storyline will be, because I'm pretty over it at this point. Um, Tanya and Kai go for a chat, and it is very flirty. I do feel like there's quite a good vibe between mm-hmm. them. Um, They kiss. It's really cute. She seems happy and much more animated yeah. than... I've seen her in the past. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she like got comfy finally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tom and Olivia then chat and she says that she hasn't talked to him because he and Zara seem to be doing well. Oh, my God. Yeah. He says that he had an instant connection with Zara, but he's not closed mm-hmm. off. He asks about Harris and Olivia
0: says she doesn't no, Again, know. giving him nothing to go off of yeah no we see a little clip of will and jesse they're being really cuddly um he tells her that he likes her and they share a kiss (laughs) everyone cheers
1: you're commented here before the kiss (laughs) he's so red this poor man
0: (laughs) i mean seriously this poor man is so fucking red he is he is
1: he's so cute Um, But they kiss. Everyone cheers. He has lipstick all over his mouth. She's like, I have to go redo my lipstick now. Right. I know. That was great. (laughs) Yeah. Very cute. I still, at this point, am feeling cautiously optimistic. All right. So they get a text to gather around the fire pit. Um, and they are told that the public has voted for their favorite girl and boy, and those with the lowest votes risk being Mm -hmm. dumped from the island. The boys are first, and the three boys with the fewest votes are Kai, Tom, and Harris.
0: The three girls with the fewest votes are Anna Mae, Tanya, and Tanyelle, um, and yeah. then they get another text saying that Aaron and Jesse have to decide which girl and which boy will be dumped. I was shocked by this twist. Did mm. not expect that.
1: I don't know. I I think that that is something that they do because what we didn't say is that before they announce which three boys and three girls have the lowest number of votes. They do say that Aaron and Jesse are exempt from the vote since they are the most recent Islanders. And that is something that I've seen before. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think sometimes it would be like, you know, Jesse has to decide which boy is dumped and Aaron has to decide which girl is dumped. But either way, I'm down for them kind of switching it up and making it more interesting. They also,
0: Jesse and Aaron at this point don't have like very strong relationships with them. So they, are going to be like slightly less swayed by personal uh, feelings, I think
1: yeah. yeah, so we end that episode on a cliff uh, cliffhanger, and one thing that I will say just about kind of the what 's going on in the social media um, online space as these episodes are airing is that the day that episode nine aired, there was footage i don 't know where it came from. Somebody found it of Harris, and this is not recent. I think this is from May of last year. Harris engaged in some sort of like a street fight. Um, And I think that it was pretty surprising that, I mean, I assumed that Harris was going to be dumped, um, but I would have assumed that they maybe would have shown that at the end of the episode because... Mm -hmm. Just to kind of wrap up that storyline and make it clear that like he's not in the villa anymore. There has been a lot of conversation throughout the past years um, with uh, Women's Aid UK coming out and kind of making statements against the men's behavior specifically. Last season, there was a lot of conversation about the toxicity um, with Luca and Gemma and that Luca was engaging in during the course of their relationship Mm. um that was something that the show was commenting on so i just i'm a little bit surprised about how these things are handled and obviously he flash forward to the next episode does go home um the beginning of that episode but that's what was going on
0: online as this was. yeah i thought that was interesting especially because the press release was said before the episode even aired where he got dumped like it was like Harris left the villa. So it sort of implied that he left the villa because of the fight, but obviously that's not the case. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. So episode 10, we see that anime and Harris are dumped. I will say like anime is the obvious choice mm-hmm. since Tanya and Tanya um, have connections with people in the villa and anime doesn't really at this point, but Harris, Tom and Kai all do have connections with people. So a part of me does think maybe the, production was just like you're sending Harris home to Jesse and Aaron because this news had come out. I agree.
0: I agree. I think production had a hand in that one.
1: Yeah. Olivia is sad. She cries to the girls, but she does say that she was swaying towards Tom anyway. So Harris being gone might make this easier for her. I didn't notice that there was a conversation even between Olivia and Harris before he left.
0: Did Um, you see that? I don't think they showed it. or if there was one they did not show it all they showed was her crying to the girls and um like them leaving and just being like bye and during his exit interview he didn't even say anything about olivia he was just like
1: really strange
0: see who's on the outside very weird
1: I mean, technically, wasn't it earlier that same day that she was talking to Zara and was like, I'm going to focus my energy on Harris? Like, if not, it was the day before. So I didn't really understand the ending of that whole plot line. But again, it could have just been cut because of what came out about Harris.
0: I think it probably was. That's true. So then we see Shaq and Tanya cuddling, and he says that her being at risk made him realize just how much he cares about her, and he only wants to focus on her. And they both agree to be each other's priorities. I felt like they... Both were terrified about the, like, safetiness of their couple, and now it's brought them that much closer together.
1: I agree, but also wasn't it earlier in the day that Shaq was basically telling Zara that he was open to getting yes. to know her?
0: but I think that, like, them being at risk is what, where they were like, oh, shit, like, we could actually go home here, and we need to, like, we need to, like, team up and be, like, stronger. yeah. Olivia takes Tom then to the terrace um, and Zara comments. She sees it happen. She comments that it was weird. And Olivia tells Tom that she's glad that she told him how she felt about him earlier in the day. And um, she ponders, questions, speculates that if they had stayed coupled together before, then maybe they would be further along in their relationship than they are now. And Tom says that, you know, she's a slow burn, but he's not going to fault her for it. Um, but she says, well, now I really want to be, like, affectionate, and I can't because you're in this couple with Zara. So she's put putting a little bit of heat on him for this.
1: Yeah. Snore. I know. Um, <laughs> Zara does express some frustration that now that Harris is gone, Olivia is only going to be interested in Tom. And Zara tells Tom in bed that he has to make a decision soon. Couldn't agree more. All Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) In the morning, we have our first kind of rainy day. Um, Olivia says that every time she wants something, it gets taken away. Okay. Yeah. She says that there is unfinished business and she needs to be selfish and do what she wants. Again, this is in the girl chat. So Zara (laughs) is there and feels like it's awkward. Um, the delicious moments just yeah. continue. Olivia says that she was scared to talk to Tom because Zara claimed him. I just I don't. I ugh, whatever. I'm, I'm bored of this. I know. Let's move on. So then we yeah.
0: hear uh, Ron tells Tom that he, that Tom should just go for Olivia and Kai agrees, which kind of surprised me. And Ron says that he feels like Zara is really exciting, but on the outside it would be too overwhelming for Tom. I very much got the vibe that Tom was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Um, Because then he uh, later goes over and talks to Zara while she's working out. And he tells Zara, I still think it's too early for me to decide. But his head is still with her. But he does want to get to know Olivia. I was like, for fuck's sake, Tom. I know. Well, also,
1: isn't there a part of this conversation, to go back just slightly, um, that he's having with the boys where he's saying that he he's saying much more clearly to them than he did Mm -hmm. to either Olivia or Zara at any point that he didn't appreciate the drama and that it was basically turning him off of both of them. But he's only able to really
0: clearly say that to the boys and not to Olivia or Zara. He probably doesn't want to piss him off. But then we also see Tom tell Olivia that he sees a little bit more with Zara on the outside, but he's again, still not ready to decide. And she ITMs that she feels really confused about the whole situation.
1: Yeah. Aaron and Zara chat and he asks if she is open. She says yes. And that he's more her type on the outside, like someone that she would go for on the outside. She ITMs that she can talk to him for ages and she feels a spark. And he says that her personality shocked him. I know. Okay. (laughs) Olivia talks to Lana. She's crying. Um, I think that Ron comes and joins this conversation. She says that she feels like a spare yeah, part. It's sad, this is very similar to, yeah, it's sad, but it's very similar to what we talked about with, um, the anime breakdown when Will comforted her. It's just hard to be the person in the villa that's watching a lot of connections being made when you're not forming a solid Absolutely, one yourself.
0: Yeah. Then the Islanders yeah. get a text. Uh, they're having a nineties party and they're all very excited. They uh, are getting ready, and I noticed that they have closets that say "I Heart Pre Loved," where they were pulling out the different costumes that they can wear in the evening, which was awesome. So, and as we yeah. know,
1: do you want to talk a little bit about this yeah. eBay?
0: Yeah. So class? last year, or sorry, last season, um, season eight, they started a collaboration with eBay um, in order to kind of like get themselves away from the fast fashion and yeah decided to collab with ebay so the show's um stylist i um, amy bannerman i think is her name ended up uh she like goes on ebay and she picks out a bunch of stuff that match the different themes that they're going to do throughout the season um picks out different clothes for the islanders and i assume they're all just in that closet and so then the islanders can pick and choose from whatever's in that closet to wear um so it's just like an effort to like move away from fast fashion and into a more sustainable secondhand space
1: love it so much i think that that is such an important thing especially since a lot of the previous winners have partnerships with fast Mm -hmm. fashion um companies like shein and stuff like that we definitely want to be making an effort to move away from that yeah
0: like pretty little thing whatever
1: yeah. Um, so at night, we're at the party, and there is a dance montage. I just want to point out to everyone that when there is a dance montage, these people are not listening to music <laughs> unless there is a live performance, or I think that they listen to music when they do the dance at like the literal finale at mm-hmm. the very end. But every other time, there's no music playing, so just keep that in mind every time insane. you watch That is insane.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine.
1: I know. <laughs> i know i know and also again like it looks good because they put music over it and slow down um you know make some of it slow-mo but just imagine how awkward it would be without those editing tricks yes (laughs) all right so they get a text that they are gathering around the fire pit for a recoupling olivia gets a text before the boys decide who to couple up with two big decisions need to be made Please welcome Ellie and Spencer to the villa. So to go back a little bit, this is Ellie, who was the other potential bomb competing against Tom to be voted in as the first bombshell Mm -hmm. of the season. I was glad they finally brought her in. Obviously, Tom was voted in. I know. I think a lot of people thought that they would bring her in when Zara was brought in. I thought that. Yeah. So she's been just kind of in isolation for (laughs) however long, the past (laughs) week or so, waiting for this all to play out. But I do have a small inkling, and we can discuss this more, that her and Tom might have met when they both were mm. in holding.
0: Ooh, I love this theory. Why do you think? I'll tell you okay, why okay, we okay. get there. So Ellie. Ellie is 25 years old. She's from Norija, uh, a place I've never heard of, unfortunately. <laughs> um, she's a business executive at a law firm. She says she's unpredictable, fun, and sassy. She's not afraid to step on toes. She looks a little bit like to me, um, like Susie from The Bachelor. Oh, Susie Evans. Susie Evans vibes, yeah. I can kind of see that actually, yeah. Susie is a little more girl next door than Ellie, but yes. Um, Then we also have Spencer. He's 24 years old. He is a business owner and he sells vibrators. (laughs) He sells vibrator. I heard that
1: he has one, One vibrator. vibrator on his website, One? and this is why men should not be in charge. What kind of, of sex vibrator toys. is it? It's a vibrating massager wand. It says Spencer runs a company called Trade Rush that sells sex toys and other cheap stock on Amazon. What cheap does that even stock. mean? Weird. Yeah, so I think that there's just the one. It's like, here, it's not very big where I found it, but it's like a knockoff Hitachi.
0: Oh, the, wa- oh, the big old wand, the microphone wand. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not like, I don't know. Not the best vibrator out yeah. there. That's like an old school vibrator.
1: Yeah, no, but I will say I always appreciate it when an islander has a profession that Ian can make constant jokes yes. about. Yes.
0: I agree. <laughs> that's that's for me What the only thing that Spencer has brought to the I villa agree. so far. I agree. Spencer, in his um, pre-show clip, says that people often think he's a player, but he's not. So they come into the villa, and they are going to decide who they want to couple up with first.
1: So I will say I love this twist as well, that there's like no getting to know them, no dates, just... This acknowledgement of you've been watching the show on right. TV. Walk in and choose the person you want. Yeah. Very cool. I
0: love
1: it. Um, so that is the end of that episode. And now we're starting episode 11 with this um, decision. Ellie chooses Ron. She says... Or, sorry, Lana says she seems pretty upset at Ron's mm-hmm. reaction and says he's not moaning much, says come off it. Um, I feel like... I don't know how Ron should have responded in this situation, but there definitely have been times in the past where a situation like this has happened, and the Ron in the situation is very much like, "Oh no, that's not what I want." They are they are groaning and yes. moaning, right? Like Lana wanted, and that's a shitty thing yes. to do too. So, honestly, I think that Ron handled this as best yeah. as he could. Um, but Ellie really walked into that villa and chose to make an enemy yeah. of Lana.
0: It's it, it reminded me to go back slightly. It reminded me of when Luca. Uh, when Danica chose Luca last season and Luca was a fucking asshole about it. So exactly, it's kind of like, I guess there's really no winning, but I, I agree. I think being like calm and collected about it is a much better move than like throwing a hissy fit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree. Spencer then chooses Olivia and she makes a face. "Mm." (laughs) Um, This is where, I see her pick-me girl coming Uh out because she kind of turns and starts making this like storyline about oh that she's so glad to have been chosen by Spencer Mm -hmm. but in this moment her face to me what it says is she wanted Tom to have to decide between her and Zara in that moment and this kind of took that opportunity away from all of them to gain clarity
0: I do kind of wish that Spencer had chosen Zara so that we could have seen Tom and Liv partner up and like see all that play Mm -hmm. out but I know. I I agree. I would have lost her fucking mind. Honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I also just, like I said, Spencer doesn't really do it for me. So, and I don't think he does it for Olivia. So we'll see.
0: Then we have the remaining couples, uh, coupling up. First up is Shaq. And he says that he can see himself falling in love with this girl and um picks tanya and and when Shaq says that he can see himself falling in love will and kai do this like
1: oh snap thing
0: <laughs> yeah they. <laughs> my friends and i call this priming i don't <laughs> oh yeah they do that it's the uh, exactly yes yeah But
1: like oh wow you can actually do it <laughs> oh i i call it the thing that boys always did in
0: middle school that was incredible wow oh <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was cute.
1: Wanted to make sure I got that on mic for you guys. You're welcome. Also, Tanya kind of turns to the side and is like coy in this moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't buy it. Literally the day before, he's telling Zara that he's open to getting to know her. Maybe you're right that the moment of Tanya potentially going home changed things for him. But I just, I think more than anything, it, yes. it may have changed I things in a way of them being agree. like, oh shit, yes. we can't show any weakness because it will put us at risk. So we need to present a more united front as a couple. Tom picks Zara. He says he's excited to see how far they can go. Olivia looks annoyed, but obviously that reaction could have been taken out of context.
0: True. Uh, Kai then picks Tanyelle. Um there is an acoustic version of Shut Up and Dance With Me playing which I thought was really silly (laughs) because it's a slow acoustic version. I do have
1: to say of any couple to get that song (laughs) they feel like the right ones. That's true. (laughs) Like I almost feel like Kai would make an acoustic version of Shut Up and Dance With Me. (laughs) Oh my god
0: I could actually fucking see that. I know. I would love to see that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it would give him a little bit more personality than we have we have seen That's from true. him up until now. Will picks Jesse.
0: Um, we're very excited about this. I know. I I was like, this is actually happening. Yeah, like, they actually like fucking like each other. How is this happening? Yeah, she
1: kind of like runs to him. Right. So cute. Um, I wrote here, right? and I already said this, but if she's smart, she'll stay with him.
0: Yes. Facts. Hundred percent. Yeah then um aaron picks lana by default he obviously we saw that he was like into her before but his whole speech is about how he sees the connection between her and ron i thought that was interesting
1: yeah he's not trying to make a move on her he's just saying like Mm -hmm. this girl should stay in the villa because i've seen her connection which i do think was a a good move but also aaron is just like not even a player at this point right yeah right Um, So after the recoupling, Ron and Ellie chat, and she says that she likes what she likes. They say it was savage. He says Mm -hmm. he feels like it will be easy to get to know her because she's so open um, Ron explains his vibe with Lana, and Ellie says that from what she's seen, she does not see the spark between them. Um, mm-hmm. She also, we forgot to mention this, but during her recoupling speech, she says, "I want to couple up with this boy because ABC, and one of her reasons is, I don't think he's met his match in here yet. And then that does become something right. that Lana um understandably is frustrated about. But Ron does communicate to her in this moment that it would take a lot for him to turn his head,
0: yeah. Then we see Olivia and Spencer chat and he asks her about what her experience has been like so far. Um, she says that she's really happy that he picked her and he and she, he says this multiple times in the next few episodes, but he says he thinks that she's got a really hard exterior, but she's like goo on the inside and he thinks that she's like probably she's like genuine and straight up. Um, she's
1: like, yeah, you're so right. That is totally me
0: right it was I don't know I feel like he goes too hard on the like you've got a hard exterior like later when they're on their little treehouse date I feel like she gets really annoyed by it
1: yeah yeah again he's just yeah. not doing it for me um yeah Ron and Lana chat he says he's not turning his head Lana does not like that Ellie is starting their relationship Jessie and Olivia then talk to Ellie in a little girl chat. She is talking about how she works in a corporate job, but she doesn't feel corporate. Again, I'm taking from this whole thing. She's ready to
0: be an influencer. 100%. She's like, get me the fuck out of this job. Yeah,
1: absolutely. She's like, I want a funny guy. She says she also likes Kai.
0: Yeah we also see will he says that he does not think his head will turn he's saying this to jesse and jesse agrees she doesn't think her head will turn either and then they kiss and it's cute <laughs> <laughs> then we are in the daytime when they wake up tanyelle says i slept like a baby and Guy says call me daddy <laughs> i loved this <laughs> The best Kai moment when, so far. Episode 11. We're starting to see something. <laughs> this is when their like banter starts to pick up. Because totally. they do this later in the episode. And it's really cute. I like, I like their vibe a lot, honestly. I
1: do, too. And I wonder if we're just not being shown a lot of them or what the
0: deal is. But I hope that we see I, yeah. more. I agree. Ron is talking to all the boys and says that he misses Lana in bed. But he does think that Ellie is good looking she he says that he's going to allow himself to be open with her yeah we
1: have brunch dates which is interesting i think this is something that's generally reserved for later in the season um kai and tonielle are cute they do have kind of a cute flirty banter between them during this he does he has such a goofy smile yes Will and Jesse continue to head it off. Things to, uh, seem to be going really well with them. Shaq uh, and Tanya. Shaq and Tanya. Same thing. <laughs> Shock and Tanya. Things seem good. <laughs> they both agree that it is unlikely that their heads will turn.
0: Yeah. Aaron and Lana chat. It's very friendly vibes. Um, Ron and Ellie chat. It seems light and fun. He says that he's not wifed up and he's going to do what he wants to do. Spencer and Olivia chat about cuddling and she shares how she feels like it's a really intimate thing to do. And Tom and Zara sort of start to talk about the Olivia situation, but Tom confirms to Zara that he's mostly just into her.
1: Like, and maybe he would be more into you if you talked to him about something other than Olivia. So true. So after this, Ellie pulled Lana. Ellie says that she doesn't want any animosity or to have it be personal. Lana tells her that she didn't like the comment that Ellie made during the recoupling about uh, Mm -hmm. Ron not having met his match. And Ellie says that her opinion is based off of what she's seen and that when you put yourself in a situation like this on a show, you're kind of putting yourself out there to have... um, your relationship judged this. We knew what we signed up for type sentiment. Yes. She says that Ron and Lana seemed stiff and like sparks were not flying between them. Lana says she thinks she's wrong and she um she will see it now that she is in the villa with them. Mm-hmm. Ellie says, Yeah, maybe, um, and just wants to get to know Ron and time will tell.
0: Yeah. Episode twelve, nighttime. Ron, Shaq, and Lana are all sat around the fire pit. And Shaq says that he thinks that Ron and Lana will end up together. Um, and then Ron says, well, I really want to be selfish. And Lana's like, what does that mean? And Shaq is immediately like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dip. <laughs> but then they go on to discuss how Ron says he doesn't really feel like Ellie has it, quote unquote. And Lana says that she that if he's going to keep things open, she's going to keep things open. And Ron is like, you know what? I'm just going to dead it. I'm going to end it with Ellie. Um, He says that things between him and Lana are too good. He doesn't want to ruin it. And she's like, do not tell me that if you're not going to do it. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So Tom now pulls
1: Ellie for a chat. Um, And he says he's open. Ellie says she thinks she's funny and is surprised by him. He says she's attractive. I was going to comment on this. The reason that I think it's possible that these two know each other is that to me there was an undertone in this conversation of Ellie kind of trying to go to Tom to get a lay of the land because he continuously Mm. says to her, like, you're going to be just fine. Like, there's this sense of it's maybe a little bit flirty. I didn't take it as much as being super flirtatious. I saw it more as... I don't know, like, there was a familiarity between them, and maybe I'm wrong, but but that was my take on it, at least, that she was kind of going to him to get a lay of the land. And maybe they would end up um, exploring something, but I honestly think that Tom is pretty closed off, given what he's doing with, with Olivia and Zara at this point.
0: I agree. Yeah. So, then... <laughs> I wanted to make a note of this. So Kai and Tanyelle are talking about how Tanyelle is homesick. Oh my God, I and can't. And Kai is, says something about, it. this is so funny. Tai's talking with the. Kai is talking about the moon and he's like, you know, oh, when you look up at the moon here and like your family back home is looking up at the moon, you know, he starts to say, you can see the both like you, it's like as if we're all looking at the same moon together, but he says the they're just looking at the <laughs> other side of the moon. And I am like, does Kai think that all of us can see the whole moon at points in time? Depending on where we you can. You can only on see one part of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's a fucking teacher with three degrees. A science teacher. A science teacher. I cannot. I cannot. I know. I was. Yes, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy. I'm hoping it was just a slip-the-tongue kind of thing. Yeah. And not... Yeah.
1: It was strange. Regardless, <laughs> it was a weird conversation. I was it like, was really this funny. is not as comforting as you might think it is,
0: Kai. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> All right, they get a text, and the hideaway is open, and the Islanders pretty much immediately decide to send Shaq and Tanya... Um we know that in the girl chats in the morning, Tanya and Jack have been sharing that their relationship seems like more physical than the others. Tanya's always like, he got very excited, so I'm not shocked by this mm-hmm. decision, but I do still find them kind of boring. Um, the hideaway is cool this year, though. Yeah. It's, there's a pool. It seems like, like multiple rooms. It's, it's pretty extensive yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, and did you notice they didn't do the whole dress-up thing Yes, so before. I think
1: this is because of the eBay thing, but they did do it last year, so I don't know. So usually before going into the hideaway, there's a whole moment where like all the girls are helping the girl going into the hideaway determine what lingerie to wear, and all the boys are helping mm-hmm. the boy figure out what to wear, and then there's like this whole moment of them like seeing each other and walking into the hideaway together. And yeah, we got none of that. Um, But they yeah. went into the hideaway in just kind of their normal clothes. And then there was stuff in like one of those secondhand, I think, closets in there that they kind of played around with.
0: Costumes and like lingerie. Yeah. Secondhand lingerie is a little weird, but... It was secondhand, right? Well. I'm not making that up. I mean, we don't really know. I don't think they said it or huh. not. But there was a whole closet full of clothes, so... We can assume, maybe, potentially, that it was secondhand.
1: Okay, I'm going to read this note specifically just as you wrote it. Ready? Okay. (laughs) Getting kind of kinky. Ha ha ha. They are putting the toys to use. (laughs) They fucked.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. She was whipping him. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. I was like... I feel like I shouldn't be watching this. this I is a very felt the same way,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is again kind of like, the beauty of the show. But um, also, mm-hmm. I always wonder in these moments. I'm like, what producer is standing in there being like, "No, you whip her, <laughs> like
0: for sure." Oh my that's God, happening, so. well, I don't. Do you think they have producers like in the rooms with? them? I don't know. It feels very much
1: like they're being prompted to like use all the things in the closet.
0: I, I don't. Yeah, I think the producers aren't like physically there. I think it's like a big brother situation where like the voice is just booms over the villa.
1: Okay, well, still weird.
0: It's still weird, I agree. No, like, whip. take it's like, it's the like, feathers yeah, it's, and tickle her butt crack. Wait, it's like the Saw movies where it's like, okay, now I want you to whip her butt. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure that that makes it like a- much better, but I'm glad we clarified. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Uh, okay <laughs> okay so then we have zara tell tanyelle that she feels like tom is giving her mixed signals tanyelle is like do not doubt yourself do not doubt the situation uh we then cut to a chat with ron and ellie where ron jesus fucking christ the beginning of the downfall of ron ron to review just had this chat with lana saying he was gonna end it with ellie we see this chat with ron and ellie Ron says, "I'm not closing myself off to you. I want to see if this has it. If we have got a chance here," he says. Lana is not my girlfriend, and you can't wipe yourself off. He says. Lana is aware of the situation. She's not. He says. I got to be selfish. I'm not going to be doing some sly dog say one thing to you and one thing to her, which is exactly what he's doing. Yes. And he's like, I don't know why people they think they do. I don't know why people think they can't just be open and transparent because at the end of the day, you get found out. Okay. Yeah, Ron. What's happening? (laughs) What's happening?
1: Do I, in my interpretation of this is that Ron is, during the course of this conversation with Ellie, maybe he went in with the intention of deading it, but throughout Mm -hmm. the conversation, he is not doing that and he's kind of continuing to engage in this flirtation with her and then maybe he's like realizing what he's doing and vocalizing it and he's like i'm gonna be found out like that's my only thought but otherwise i'm so confused because it really seems like he's just saying this stuff to ellie to make it seem like he's been really clear with lana yes
0: i agree yeah i hate it it's not a good look for him this is
1: not how you play the game
0: No, it's not.
1: (laughs) And to be honest, like, we see that he then pretty quickly does cut it off with Ellie after, like, a minor blip with him and Lana. But if he had been open with them from the beginning, I think that he probably could have continued um, getting to know both of them, and that would have been interesting and kind of kept his options open, which it does seem like that's what he wants.
0: Yes, So it's just
1: bizarre, like, his lack of transparency and then being like, it's so important to be transparent, like, ugh.
0: I know he just keeps going back and forth. Cause I don't think he really knows what he wants. I agree.
1: And I think he's like trying yeah. to calculate in his mind what the best path forward for him is.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Zara then tells Tom that she feels like they haven't spoken. And he had two chats with Ellie again. I honestly, at this point I'm feeling bad for Tom. It's just like every conversation that he has is like, ugh, he's being brought into this drama. The girls are doing something wrong. Zara's upset with him. Tom says he thought they were in a good place. Um, Tom says he's going to get to know Ellie, but he doesn't think that he will sway away from Zara. Uh, Zara wants him to give her the time of day. She is what he's looking for. He says that he'll work on it. Let's talk about (sighs) Zara and kind of the spiral Uh, that she is, unfortunately, getting caught in.
0: She's she's spiraling. She's like definitely feeling like she's losing control of the situation and does not know how to like move forward. Cause I do think that she's genuinely interested in Tom and I do think that Tom is genuinely in- interested in her, but is clearly playing the field Yeah, and she's just kind of like, I have no grounding. I have no foot to stand on here. What do I do? Yeah.
1: I think that she has no grounding or foot to stand on in the villa generally. Mm -hmm. And then that's why Mm -hmm. having any sort of the stability that she does feel with Tom taken away from her is so Mm. upsetting to her. And I don't fault her for that because I do think that the girls are treating her really, really poorly. Um, And obviously, you know, even though we get an episode every day, we're still seeing an hour out of 24 hours. So there's a lot going on that we don't have the opportunity to see. Right. But I think that there's definitely something there with her just being so isolated in the villa and then any moment where um, her connections are maybe, you know, taking a step away from her. I, I totally get why that would be so upsetting to her.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So then we cut to Ron and Lana having a chat. So Ron tells Lana that he is going to continue to get to know Ellie and Lana is really disappointed.
1: But also, like, is Lana at any point during
0: this conversation, like, why did
1: you tell me earlier that you were going to break up with her?
0: Yeah. Right after he tells her, like, "Uh, I think I am still going to get to know Ellie. She's like, this is why I told you not to tell me that you were going to end it.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But Ron continues to say, I know how I feel with you. And Lana is just like, listen, I'm going to take a step back. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be affectionate with you while you're cracking on with somebody else. Um, She's pretty upset. And they basically, like, put a break on it, a little pause.
1: Which, again, I mean, I know I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but I think that Lana is playing all of this perfectly. Um, She's having a lot of space and... um, is willing to let him get to know other people in the beginning, but then once it crosses a certain line, she's setting her boundaries. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that this is exactly how you do it. I agree. What is Ron's game plan? I don't think he has one. (laughs) You think he's flailing too?
0: I think he's flailing. Yeah. I think he's just so scared of tying himself down to one person at this early on. But also recognizes like these people have feelings and things are moving way faster than he's probably used to when like with things on the outside. Yeah. So I think he's just sort of like uh, going back and forth on like what he should do and not do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. I just felt like he came in with. You know, a good head on his shoulders and more of a game plan. And now I'm like, I just don't understand what you're doing. And I hope that he gets back on track. And that doesn't even mean like gets back on track with Lana. I'm honestly like not super invested in them as a couple. I think Mm -hmm. if they stay together, great. If they don't, great. But I just want him to make a decision about what he's doing because also it's Lana, it's not like Lana has. I mean, at the end of this episode, we see her chat with Spencer. But other than that, she has remained pretty solid in, in her interest. Yeah. So.
0: yeah, definitely.
1: All right. We see the Islanders waking up in the morning and Olivia saying, I need my Tanya. I need to know what happened. Tanya runs in and gets in bed with Tanya and Kai.
0: And Tanyelle is like, what did you do? And she's like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved this. I was like... You know, they had already, like, insinuated that they had all, like, that they had gone pretty far, yeah. but I loved the fact that she just fully admitted it. Yeah.
1: Yep, immediately. And usually it'll be, like, in a girl chat, but it's, like, no, they, like, couldn't even just wait to, like, yeah. to ha- find out in the morning what happened. Um, this is where Shaq says to the boys that he's a five-star general. I, again, not into this code, but oh well.
0: Yeah, at least we know five stars mean sex. Yeah,
1: true. We're getting a little bit of context. Lana is like, you missed a lot while you were gone, Tanya, and tells her that her and Ron fell out because he did decide that he wants to get to know Ellie. Um, Ellie says that Ron needs to figure it out today and that Lana should figure it out for herself, too. Ron, likes that advice. Yeah, yeah. Ron tells Shaq about the Lana situation and Shaq is really straight up with Ron. This is where I do start to appreciate um, Shaq. I always love men calling each other out because it shouldn't be a woman's job all the time yes, to yes. prevent toxicity.
0: Yeah. Shaq and was spot on with this too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So then the Islanders get a text. Ellie and Ron are going on a date in the tree house fascinating. This is the first time we're getting a treehouse. I know,
1: but also why are we just seeing this like staple of the villa 12 episodes in?
0: Right. That's a good point. <laughs> so weird.
1: Yeah. And also like in the beginning looked like it was kind of in the middle of nowhere, but then we see Lana go up onto the terrace and it seems like her and Tanyelle can see the treehouse from the terrace. Oh, know. that's
0: interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Wow. Well, Ellie and Ron go up to the tree house and Ian Sterling makes a really, really jo- uh, great joke. He says, Ron and Ellie sitting in a tree. P I S S I N G off Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah,
1: He's so good. Yeah. He's great. Ron says that his head is scrambled and that his feelings for Lana are not going away. Ellie is empathizing. Um, but she's also continuing this narrative of, you know, I just if you go back to Lana, she says you're not going to be able to explore any other options. And I just don't see the spark there. Um, And I really think that she's playing this wrong. The way to play this in her position is to let him do what he wants to do with Lana and focus on building a connection with him and trying to make a connection that's going to outshine his connection with Lana. Instead, he's kind of, you know, or she's just kind of taking these subtle jabs at his relationship with Lana, oftentimes Mm -hmm. not even subtle. And as we see in a second, that is what leads to, Ron ending it with her. So I would say that was a pretty big error on, on her part.
0: I agree. Yeah. She's too focused on putting their, his other relationship down than she is focusing on it.
1: Right. And it's like you, yeah, you've seen this show, but you actually don't know what their connection is. So, um, it's not a super strong argument to stand on.
0: Right. So after the date, Ron says that it's just not there with Ellie. Ellie tells the girls that the, dates have been good but she's gonna basically leave it up to Ron. Ron says that she's too forward for him and that she's you know, firing these digs at him and Lana and that Ron thinks that she's like sticking it on him too much and to me this was giving a little bit of like my ex is crazy vibes. Yeah. But which I didn't love, but it is what it is.
1: Agreed. All right. It is Spencer and Olivia's turn. They get a text and go on a date in the treehouse. Uh, Spencer says that he feels close to her, and she says that he's been straight up and honest. She says that it's been a lot of banter, and that sometimes she wants him to be serious as well. Um, I noticed during this conversation that she he was Spencer was like looking at her, but she was looking down, like she wasn't looking at him. I don't think she's into him at all. Which again. Yeah you know, makes me think that she just is kind of playing up that she's happy about this and that she liked being picked, but I don't think this relationship is going anywhere.
0: Yeah. She just tries to play coy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So then we see Ron end it with Ellie. Spencer wants to get to know Lana. Lana says that she really likes Ron, but she's not closed off. But then immediately after that, Ron pulls Lana and tells her that he fucked up and He doesn't regret getting to know Ellie, but that it just didn't feel right. Lana is now his priority. Um, She says that he needs to be straight about it, straight up and honest moving forward, and that she's still going to talk to Spencer. They end the conversation with a kiss. Yeah. I feel like Lana maybe, like, gave in a little bit too quickly with this one. I
1: agree. I think that she needed to pull away more and make him fight more for her, because if she puts herself in this, this position where he can just kind of do what he wants and then come back to her, mm-hmm. Um I mean, yeah, this was the first time that I wasn't fully on board with, with how she handled things, although I will say I, I did think their kiss was hot. I do think they have good chemistry, so yeah, that's I understand being a little bit tempted. Yeah, very true. She also mentioned earlier that she feels like it doesn't hurt for Ron to see her talking to Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't personally think that that is as effective as she thinks it is. I think it would be better for, I mean, not like this is within her control, but for her to look for a genuine connection with another one of the Islanders. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, like, it's its just all a part of this, like, trying to get Ron game. Whereas as I feel like what Ron is doing mm-hmm. with her is, like, genuinely exploring other connections. That's um, true. And so that it doesn't feel like they're quite uneven uh footing with that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay it is nighttime and we play a game of dares of course the dares are in balloons and the balloons have to be popped by getting into a sex position because (laughs) why why would they not do that (laughs) olivia is a love island classic exactly yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh Olivia is dared to kiss who she thinks uh, are most attracted to her, and she kisses Tom and Spencer. Spencer is um, dared to kiss the three sexiest islanders, and he kisses Jesse, Lana, and Olivia. Tanya is asked who gives her the ick, and she says, will.
0: <laughs> because he does this roar thing, and then he goes, yeah. <laughs> That was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, then Ellie is up. She picks Tom for her, uh, to help her. She has to snog the fittest person. She picks Tom. Tanya then does a lap dance for Shaq. And then Ellie is back up again. She's asked to slow dance with who she feels is most boring. And she picks Kai. Agreed. Yeah. But also she said she was interested in Kai when she came in. Yeah, I guess she changed her mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Aaron goes next. Yeah.
1: And he, like puts the balloon between jesse's face and his crotch so fucking weird you know i hated it hated it it. also why jesse like also do they know each other that we could discuss that i'm sure that they do from just having both been around Mm -hmm. yeah in that world yeah He is asked which Islander will talk behind your back. And he says Zara because we've seen it. I fucking hate this. This needs to end. This like isolation of Zara and everyone hopping Mm -hmm. on the I hate Zara bandwagon needs to end. I agree. Um, Lana is asked which couple has the most potential and which couple has the least potential. She says Tanya and Shaq have the most and Zara and Tom have the least. I disagree. Like again, just the jabs keep coming for Zara. Olivia is asked who her family would want her to couple up with. And she says Tom. And then she ITMs Mm -hmm. that, to be honest, Tom has not left her mind. This is obvious. Again, like I said, she is clearly not into Spencer at all.
0: Yeah, 100%. Zara is then dared to snog who she feels is most trustworthy. She picks Lana. And she's asked to blow a kiss to the least trustworthy. And she picks Olivia. To which Olivia reacts kind of, like, surprised and annoyed. But it's like, are you really surprised by this?
1: Oh, my God. Also, I mean, it's so obvious that they're not just randomly getting these dares, you know. Like, of course, Zara, again, has to say who's least trustworthy and is going to say Olivia to continue this
0: drama. So true. Tom is then asked which three Islanders would make his perfect partner. Oh my God! So he's this is such an awkward question. Yeah. Um, he well, they has say to specifically.
1: Pick, yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Ahead.
0: You have to pick face, body, and personality. And so Tom says face Olivia, body Zara, personality Lana. I was like, Ugh. oh, my God. There it was no, no right answer here. There was no,
1: there was right, no answer right answer here. No, not at all. But then, of course, Zara is like, oh, he just, he likes Olivia's face, but he likes my booty. But it's like, if right. he had said he likes your face and someone else's body,
0: that would have been a problem, too. <laughs> so true. That's so true. I know. Oh, my God. That yeah. was wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In our
1: preview for the next episode, Zara just is continuing to spiral. I'm feeling very sad for her. Um, I know, me too. But that is what is to come. How are you feeling after after week two?
0: Week two is exciting. I felt like things are starting to heat up. Tensions are rising, as they said in the preview. And I'm very excited to see how... I, I hope that next week we see the Olivia and Zara situation sort of just, like, come to a head and, like some resolution with that because I'm getting a little bit tired of this girl fight storyline but I'm intrigued
1: yeah I
0: agree. I also just am
1: curious, like I do like Tom. I think he's a good islander and I want to see him actually build a connection with one of these girls instead of it just being totally taken over by um, will they, won't they who who's going to come out on top, Zara or Olivia. So I'm excited to hopefully see the resolution of that in this coming week and um, yeah, see see some actual connection taking place because I do think that him and Zara specifically have a genuine connection. I hope that he picks her yeah me too but i don't know
0: i know i feel like he might start sway back to olivia because zara is gonna lose it
1: yeah but also because olivia is gonna really graft him we saw just the the inkling of that in the end of the the episode
0: yeah so let's get into our awards for this week so how many eggs in whose baskets All right, so this week I
1: have um, a few eggs in Ron and Lana's basket. Uh I have maybe a egg in Shaq's basket again and Tanya's (laughs) basket again. Um, I have a few eggs in Tanyelle's basket. I think that Mm -hmm. she is coming out of her shell a little bit more and, and being kind of fun. And then finally I have, who have I not talked about? Oh, oh uh, of course I have eggs in Zara's basket.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, for me I have eggs in Will and Jessie's baskets. Oh my baskets. god. <laughs> six of my twelve eggs
1: are in Will and Jess- Jessie's <laughs> I was gonna basket. say i I'm like between four and six eggs. Yeah, um, in six, their baskets, for so, six for me. Six for me. I was like, I know I'm missing someone crucial.
0: Yeah. I would say certainly a couple eggs are in Zara's um That's honestly it. I'm going to withhold some eggs. I'm going to keep some eggs for myself this week. Okay.
1: I love (laughs) this boundary for you. Thank you. All right. Who Who is your most toxic islander of the week?
0: Ooh, most toxic islander. I think I'm going to go with Olivia because I feel like she's just purposefully pressing the Zara button. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: agree, and that's why I I have that concern about um, Zara kind of spiraling and Olivia maintaining a cool head, and then Zara is going to be seen as the crazy one when it's like you were pushed to this by being bullied and isolated, which is just a real bummer to see. Um, I completely agree. I'm going to go for most toxic Islander this week. I'm going to go for Ron.
0: Ron. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Really just for the past few episodes. And I'm curious to see the resolution to all of this. But my Mm -hmm. guess is that he will continue to kind of dig himself into a deeper hole with other bombshells who come in. As we've said, he's very swayed by the shiny new thing. So, yeah. What was your most shocking moment? Um, my most shocking moment was Aaron. (laughs) doing the thing to (laughs) jesse with the balloon popping a fucking
0: balloon on her face with his dick
1: or the when i was a kid i was naked song (laughs) i can't those are the moments where i was just like staring at the screen like is this real (laughs) yeah What I about you? It. What was your most shocking uh, moment this week?
0: My most shocking moment was Ron telling Ellie, going from telling Lana he was going to end it with Ellie to immediately not ending it with Ellie at all. Yeah. I was like, Ron, what yep. are you doing? Yep, yep, yep. Uh,
1: and finally, okay. um, do you have any finalist or winner predictions this week? Yes, I think yes. I know where you're going, and I think my answer is the same. Yeah, so <laughs> this week
0: it's changed, it's changed from last week's. My finalist predictions are Will and Jesse.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. If they stick together, I really think they could take it to the end.
1: I totally agree. I actually think they have potential, like, not just to win the show, but to, like, be Uh, each other's
0: person. (laughs) You know, you know who they kind of remind me of? Who? Um, Second season winners, Nathan and what's her face? Kara. Kara, yes, right? Yeah. Because they've got this, like, I mean, Nathan has a little, Nathan had a lot more, like, um, uh, charisma. Uh-huh. Actually, Will has plenty of charisma. Nathan was more attractive, more conventionally attractive than Will. Yeah. But I feel like it's the same kind of, like, goofy vibes that they had totally. that, like, Will and Jesse share.
1: Yeah. And for those who don't know, Nathan and Kara, who um, were the winners of season two, are married and they have two children. So yes. um, we can only hope that this will be Will and Jesse's trajectory. Yeah yeah I would love (laughs) it I'm so excited (laughs) yeah all right well thank you so much for joining us and we can't wait to chat next week see you then bye thank you so much for listening please follow us at she's got the chat on Instagram and TikTok rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts can't wait to chat next week